I, it, because of the delay, I always want to just sing my way in. So, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's almost February. Here we go. Exciting times. Woo. Cool you it down. The, you got the vapors? I am hot, but you know why? Because, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dang so right. So many reasons. <laughs> um, because the last time I was here, I think it was like 35 below, and now yeah. it's yeah. like so I know. hot out. And now it's balmy out. Balmy. I, I can't believe I didn't wear shorts. That is a bit. To but I did show. wear my new furry Crocs. Your frock. Your frocks. They're frocks. Yeah, my height with my lifted. I can't frocks. wait until you come in this spring in your jorts and your frocks. <laughs> I have to get a new pair of jorts. Jorts and frocks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's awkward when he wears his shorts. It's like jorts. we got a speech impediment over yeah, here. Jorts and frocks. Well, good morning, everybody, or wherever you're watching. If you're if you're replaying, good evening. Uh, if it's three in the morning, you can't sleep. Thanks for tuning in. This is just uh, an honor if you're here. Um, uh, gonna start out please just drop a little like hi hey uh, because as always hear from people watch the show heard the show um, would love to uh, hear from you um, if you are listening to this on um, on your podcasting app um, I think you can rate me so if you could like rate me a five or something or give me a review or something I'm talking to you John Motherwell so uh, <laughs> if you could do that that would be awesome so hint hint hint, hint John hint Mo uh, if you could do that so so good morning. I'm um, excited to be back. Kind of trying something a little different. Probably trying to do every other week now. So I don't want you to be disappointed if you don't see me. But um, loading up the calendar with some ex- um, just awesome guests. So excited for 2024. Got a guest here today. So I will quickly do an intro so we can get to her because she's fantastic. So this is Put a Fork in It. Uh, Grand Forks is most exciting and uh, chatted about once in a while uh, podcast video cast. My name is Courtney Barstead Logan. I'm a realtor here in the Grand Cities with EXP Realty. And you can find me on uh, in the socials at Grand Cities Living. You can find it um, on whew, Instagram, Facebook, um, where else are we? We're on YouTube. YouTube. I was trying to, th- I had the Pod image Bean. in my face, Podbean and all the things, uh, and Grand Cities Life on Twitter. So you can find me there. If you have uh, any questions or concerns for my broker, please feel free to contact her at nd.broker at exprealty.net. So now that we've done all the fine print, we can get into the exciting stuff. So this morning, I'm so happy to have my friend, uh, CEO of President CEO, excuse me, of CVIC, Koya Tompkins Inman here today. Hello. And you're so bright and cheery with your pinks <laughs> and getting ready. You're ready for February. I am so ready. That's exciting. Um, yeah. You just have to get through January around here. I know. Then, but you were just in the sunshine. Like, so I was, I was following I was. you and living vicariously through your sunshine. I have so. nothing to complain about. Literally I, nothing. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you? has been good. I was on my honeymoon. Oh, well, congratulations. Yes. How about that? See? Cue that new yeah. last name that I had to oh, double check. Oh, yeah. okay. So, right. Yeah, I'm still getting used to it as well. Yeah. As well as how to make an I in cursive. I don't... Yep. It's been a while. And having the two last names like I do, you just... Yeah. After a while, you're like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do it too. You're, you're mm-hmm. so far said, Logan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You do it too. 
so you, yeah. get, you feel my pain. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, there's a lot of changes. So it takes, I think my Panera card is still in my maiden name. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Do whatever I found you do. one thing. So TSA was the last straw. Yeah. Um, trying to get through that without the right name was fun. Yes. In a couple different airports. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. And I remember when I switched my Delta stuff, they made me fax something. Oh, yeah. In, and I thought, that's super fun. Let's it's fax things. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just in case you get married, you have to fax. Yeah. Well, it's well, like me. I have two names. Mm-hmm. That's no fun either. Two first names. First names. No, yeah. no. No. Are you no. John Paul? No. <laughs> But I'm not That's John Roberts name. in real life. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't want to tell there that. you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's always interesting. But Koya and I are for real Courtney and Koya in real life. There so. you go. That's yeah. our real name. That's yeah, our real name. Okay. It's our stage names. So <laughs> it sounds like a dance duo or something. It is. It kind of does. Kind of fun. Like from the, yeah. Yeah. yeah like a pop duet from the 80s. <laughs> from the 80s. Listen, anything can happen, okay? Anything yeah. can mm-hmm. happen. There you go. Mm-hmm. You can learn anything at any age. Absolutely. <laughs> So we are here to talk about CVIC, and um, I got involved with CVIC back in college, which was some odd 23 years ago. We'll put that out there. Um, So an organization that's always been near and dear to my heart, but in coming back to Grand Forks and um, connecting with Koya and and her team and all the work that they do, um, it's an organization that I wanted to share with our listeners and viewers, just um, those that don't know um, about the organization and all of the things. I always learn so much when um, our guests come in and find out the programming that happens in our community and the work that all of you do. And so really just wanted to give you the platform to, to be able to share what is CVIC, um, what are those resources that we have, and then also how can we as a community help you um, and you know, whether give uh, of our time, talent, and treasure. So, I so appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I have the best job in town, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> I get to work with 82 amazing people as well as uh, thousands of donors and partners, and it's just I'm really blessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're always smiling. So (laughs) you clearly love your job, which is awesome. Yes, I really do. I love it. I really am very fortunate. So tell us um, about your role at CVIC and really the organization, when it started, and and its role in our community. Well, it's unbelievable, but um, the agency is almost as old as I am. (laughs) It's younger than me. 20 years old. It's younger than me. (laughs) Yeah. So we will be 44 this year in August um, on my grandma's birthday so oh, I never well, forget happy birthday, um, so we started as a real grassroots effort um, in the attic of an old church um, yeah. there were about eight individuals that saw some crud happening in the late 70s um, and just thought you know not on our watch mm-hmm. um, which is what um, it's so funny because um, I shouldn't say funny, it's intriguing to me that those eight individuals are literally um, the core of what is still living out today. You know, 40 decades later, um, these are individuals that um, really want to stand for what's right. I I love that community is in our name because it truly is owned by the community um, and everyone kind of rallies together. And we continue to evolve and try to get better at this big thing called interpersonal violence. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's been amazing. So it's been 40 years now, 44 years in August that we've been around. Um, We are a full-service, comprehensive, uh, I like to call it soup-to-nuts approach. Um, So every um, domestic violence and sexual assault is our focus area, but we focus on all types of interpersonal violence, stalking, dating violence, bullying. And we really try and have evolved over the years, in fact, probably more prominently the last 20 of our 40 years 
uh, to really focus on that prevention and education piece of what we do. So it kind of starts with everything from those emergency issues and in that safety space to the transitional and healing things in between, which is a myriad of activities. And then finally, the prevention education, which we're actually trying to stop it from ever happening. Yeah. So. It, you know, and I think it's so interesting because you get an an idea in your head of a, of an organization like CVIC that they're that they're um, they're always like a, a crisis space that they're you know constantly picking up the phone and this is the thing that's happening. But the behind the scenes and the education that's happening from the university level to um, I was at your most recent event where they talked about the work happening in the schools with with kids and just the the work that's happening there that they're not seeing that ripple effect mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we start with the kids and we have that, that good positive experience with them to eliminate the bullying, mm-hmm. which leads to that next step. Um, and I think people look at you maybe as like, you know, as that crisis line, right. And that's yep. it. And, and that's, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's so interesting to see um, what are the, the different areas that you that you serve. So I know there's like you just mentioned all of the, mm-hmm. the facets. So what are the key areas um, that your that your staff work on? So we have um, <clears throat> everything from the advocacy and crisis services. So we we do have a 24 hour crisis line, and up until about 15 or 20 years ago, that was actually manned full time by volunteers. Mm-hmm. Now we actually pay people to do it yeah. on a part time basis. Ooh. We've got about five <clears throat> or six of them. Um, on call 24-7. So even when the office is closed um, after 5.30, um, there's, it's still being answered 24-7. So those are those crisis services um, that are, are really tough to talk about, but they happen. So we work closely with law enforcement and health care. Often, you know, violence doesn't happen between 8 and 5 either. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it does, but not always. So we have all those crisis services, advocacy services. So that advocate is with the client um, kind of every step of the way. Um, and then and oftentimes, if they do need shelter or some sort of housing assistance, um, that's not the last stop, right? So things happen after that where they might need transitional housing or some career assistance. Um, maybe it's a transportation issue. You know, we recently had an incredible gift from Rydell mm-hmm. uh, where they gifted for the second year in a row now 12 vehicles um, to 12 of our clients. Um, just an incredible um, company that really takes. But that's, you know, that sounds like a small thing. But when you're trying to flee a violent situation, you know, transportation is often one of the first things um, that can be manipulated by um, the person that's causing violence in the relationship. So it's it's just, uh, so those transitional housing and trans- transportation systems are often things that we do um, in that safety phase. And then in the in-between phase, um, as we're going through trauma, um, often we find that it might be rooted in years prior. It might not have just been the most recent situation. And so we have several therapists on staff um, that take care of both kiddos and adults, um, highly experienced, um, all masters trained, of course. And they provide that healing space. And what I really love about what we do and what the community enables us to do through their generosity is we, you know, the sometimes trauma can take years to get through. So even though, you know, I recently had a a conversation with a a former client the other day who's kind of, you know, things are kind of resurfacing. And I said, you know, I just want you to know we're always here, you know, even though you're on the other side of this, um, you know, our team's there for you all the time. So we might stay with a client for, you know, over a period of years. um, 
But that's really, for a lot of them, what's really made the difference because that trust has developed. Um, we also have an attorney on staff who helps with a variety of legal issues. We work very closely with Haley Wamstead and her team at the state's attorney's office. Of course, law enforcement is often our first uh, point of contact and introduction to many of these uh, victims and survivors. So that's kind of that sort of safety and healing space. And then um, following that is the prevention and education, and we're really passionate about that. It's To me, it's what makes us stand apart. Um, as I look at how we are, you know, Christy Haldran and her team are really built this, and I kind of walked into it very late in the game. But, um, you know, it's it's something that's been built over time. And I think what differentiates us as I learn more about this very complex issue of interpersonal violence is um, we are trying to prevent violence before it even happens. You know, I spent a lot of time along with my sister colleagues uh, throughout the states, as well as a couple of people on staff at CBIC at the legislature this past session. And I really tried to hammer home some of these um, um, prevention efforts because we know when we educate um, youngsters um, that we see a behavioral change. And if we can prevent that from happening, uh, we can, you know, reach these youngsters before things even evolve as adults. Because um, for a lot of our, and many people don't know too, that the other half of that safety and education piece is we also help those who use violence in relationships as well. And about well, I would say well over 95% of them have experienced trauma as a kiddo or sometime in their life. So, um, you know, we're trying to, we know when we help mom and dad, we're helping those, those kiddos too. So we had, at the height of our time, uh, pre-COVID, we were educating about 15,000 people here in Grand Forks County annually. Wow. Um, about half of those were kiddos um, in the um, elementary and secondary education. And what's been really fun for us throughout the past couple of years, in fact, we were just recognized for this partnership uh, by Mutual of America for a community partnership award, is our relationship with Grand Forks Public Schools and the university here has really grown um, so that we have um, expanded services on campus. And then we've also um, evolved our relationship with Grand Forks Public Schools. So now, um, regardless of where your kiddo is, whether it's uh, Schrader Middle School or Phoenix Elementary, they will be getting consistent, healthy relationship education, age appropriate, of course. You know, we start with littles and go all the way up to, to senior, um, senior high. And then what's really great is if they decide to stick in Grand Forks, um, they'll actually continue to get access to CBIC uh, community outreach uh, on campus at the university as well. Which is, I absolutely love, and the program at UND has evolved and just has always had a, a great, great presence with uh, starting with Kay Mendek and yes, you know and, and, know. and that and that group and and just looking at, at all of that. Um, one thing I want to go back to is you know when you talk about the the resources that you provide, and I think it's so hard for people to understand it if, if, if they've never been in a situation mm-hmm. like that. But I always tell people envision taking your house and just shaking it upside down, and then saying like, okay, grab a few things and go because yeah. it's kind of like in a fire. What would you grab? What are those things? And so you've got somebody that might not have their. You said you have an attorney on staff. They don't might have their documentation if it's mm-hmm. a passport or a birth certificate. Um, you know, child's favorite toy. Like mm-hmm. just thinking through that, and then you've got pets involved, which is also another thing 
that you you know you mm-hmm. work through with with everybody because those sometimes get to be they become like a leverage to stay or you know so there's so many layers of that where I think people say well, why didn't you leave and why didn't you mm-hmm. do that and mm-hmm. the resources that you can provide to say hey here's your safe space and here here's this list you mm-hmm. probably aren't aren't even thinking about half mm-hmm. of these that we can help with um, and I think that's where our community comes into play so much with the work that we can do in providing whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that gets so confused. It does know. get confused. And I think y- what we know about trauma, too, is that it, it doesn't always start with, with physical things, although it can escalate to that, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes does. But, you know, when we start to educate folks who've not experienced it firsthand, you know, you start talking about, well, if the person causing violence has control of the checkbook, Okay, you know, we often do an exercise with folks where we say, okay, you have $200, um, and, you know, what's your safety plan? And you start really thinking through those steps, and that's what's so great about our advocacy team, and and this is what they do every day, all day, and so they're very experienced with um, how to keep folks through that emotional space and how to um, continue to be that support system for them. Yeah. It can be really overwhelming. Oh, absolutely, and and I think the... That, that big picture of, you know, ending that cycle of violence that I know you're so focused on is, you know, is looking at that, that student now um, where we're so blessed um, for the work that you do in our, in, our, in our school system and then at UND. I've had a, uh, the, the privilege of doing that, uh, some work with healthy relationships across the country with my sorority, Alpha Chi Omega, who's a, mm-hmm. yeah. a, a huge partner huge of yours. partners. Yep. Um, but understanding that a lot of students even when they enter college don't know what a healthy relationship is which is it's it's sad because we don't talk about we didn't talk about that before and now that conversation's happening for students that maybe are wow I I am my family is in a healthy relationship and this is how I can Mm -hmm. you know support my peers Mm -hmm. but that next step and hearing that when you receive the award um from the Mutual of America. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, it was so wonderful to hear because they were such in awe of the work mm-hmm. um, that the schools are doing here in partnership yeah. with you. So, well, and we, can't, we can't do it alone, you know, and um, we continue to just get incredible support. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we actually share a position with Grand Forks Public Schools as well. So, so yeah, yeah, so awesome. Um, and then one of your staff members is at the university. Is that two? Two. Okay. Two, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we actually were able to make Lindsay's position full time thanks to the partnerships there. And it's it's hard to even name all the folks at UND because right. yeah. <laughs> there's so many incredible champions um, for what we do and um, just really appreciate it. Yeah, so. yeah. So what ways, because you have so many programs, what ways can our community get involved? Whether, obviously, a donation of funds is always welcome um, to be able to support your work, but what are ways that people can you know give and support and, and make that change for you? Well, I think, you know, the biggest thing, what I, what is kind of on our dream list is to be able to create a volunteer, a more sophisticated volunteer program. We often have, you know, projects that come up throughout the year where we always have groups that want to do the kind of things for a couple of hours. But ideally, I would love to have a full service volunteer program. Uh, The challenge with that is it takes, you know, it's almost like creating a mini HR department because Mm -hmm. a volunteer still has to go through a variety of, you know, training and checks and all that. So that's kind of on our wish list. Um, But in the meantime, um, the biggest ways people can help are just to, you know, share what's happening, uh, what, what we're doing here at CVIC. If they have a friend or family member who's going through some 
something like this, um, they can always call us as well if they're not sure how to handle that situation. Uh, we typically try to meet clients where they are, so I, I typically encourage folks to, if they want to come with that person, that'd be great. Um, but you know, that's one way. And then, of course, um, I don't know if you want to ask me about giving heart today, but you'd be yes. disappointed <laughs> if I didn't bring it up. Um, yes. You yeah. know, this is actually for our agency. Um, this is a major um, contribution to our private giving every year. Um, so Cara Fossey and Emberly Leitz and Riley Egan, that's kind of the development team. I'm sort of a pinch hitter on the team, but that's kind of the core <laughs> team. But the three of them, you know, work around the clock all year to raise private funds um, through local, primarily local gifts. And they raise over a million dollars annually. Um, so we, we could not do this without our Giving Hearts Day efforts. Um, so that's one of the biggest things coming up here on February 8th. February 8th, yes. So we have a number of um, what we're calling leadership gifts, which we'd love to invite folks if they're um, it's on their heart to give in advance. Um, we'd love to talk about that. We have some materials that are pretty powerful. What I'm so excited about, I think this is one of the best campaigns that Car and her team have come up with, but it talks specifically about kiddos and kind of what they're experiencing at various ages and why um, contributing to education is so important. So, so um, for those that aren't familiar with Giving Hearts Day, which last year it was so fun, uh, got to traipse around town with uh, intern Carly then and um, go take in some of the Giving Hearts Day fun. It's so wonderful. It's one of my favorite days to go online and give and um, see all the organizations just having that day. It's like mm -hmm. a big old phone-a-thon going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Giving Hearts Day is um, in two weeks, February mm -hmm. 8th. February 8th. Yes. Yeah. And so you have already started fundraising and people can already give they to can. CBIC online. They can. Yeah. It's just real important when they give that they note that it's for Giving Hearts Day because if they don't, we can't count it yes, <laughs> yes. toward our giving. And then for businesses or other partners that might be interested in not only giving, but we've tried to sweeten the pot a bit with some extra promotional opportunities um, through the giving. We have various um, what we're calling leadership gifts um, where we actually tied a, a dollar amount to how many kids you're impacting. So at a $2,500 level, you're impacting 44 kids, um, 5,088, and so on. So it's um, it's just a way to kind of show your support um, with some extra promotions we're trying to. We also have a YouTube channel, so that's one way you can get some extra exposure um, for your business. And we're probably not as sophisticated as you are here at um, Best Source, but we're, we're doing our best. Hey, we got a they, Facebook page and Instagram. <laughs> they make me look techie, right? Yeah, so I know. I just, I'm impressed. They were educating me here before you got so here. It's so wonderful. <laughs> so Giving Hearts Day is a great way. And I think you can go onto the Giving Hearts Day website right now and mm -hmm. give. So you you, then yep. it would go right there and it'd be yep. designated for Giving Hearts Day. Um, so please go ahead and check that out. I think it's givingheartsday.org. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Should and you'll that. want to look for us, a Community Violence Intervention Center. Yes. So Community Violence Intervention Center. abbreviated. Um, so I'm kind of excited. So 2024 brings some new things for me. So um, in the past, I for every home sale that I've had or home purchase, I donate to Sanford Children's Hospital, which is um, an organization that uh, is also near and dear to my heart. But in 2024, I'm expanding that. Um, and I am now, uh, I haven't even told Koya, but um, I am having four organizations where my clients can choose. Thank you for working with me. Where do you want your donation to go? And um, I will be having CBIC as one of my organizations oh my to give back to. So I'm really awesome. excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. 
Last year, I had the honor of working with um, close to 40 families in our community, whether they're buying or selling. And so it's just fun for me to be able to give back um, and to give them that choice to say, hey, you know, these are four that are important to me and that I love supporting, but where would you like your money to go? So happy to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. I'm excited to um, to. And are you doing that all over. year or just for Giving Hearts Day? All year. Wow. Yeah, all year long. So um, it's exciting. I love doing it. And so it'll just be a gift in honor of um, the client that I work with and however they want to um, do that. If they want it designated to a certain program, I'm happy to do that. So wow. work with your team however they want to take the money. That's you know? good. I guess I yeah. should keep my eye out for people looking to buy or sell a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So it's been so great and impactful when, um, you know, I've been partnering with Stanford Children's for a long time and people will say, oh my goodness I had no idea and we've had a child at the hospital there yeah, and so this is really cool, cool you know that, that that's going back and so I know that there's so many organizations in our community that have impacted uh, community members and so it's nice to be able to say I'm giving that on behalf of you so let's sell your house make some extra money and um, and give that to CVIC if that's uh, if that's in your heart so that's great we yeah appreciate so, that so much but well, we couldn't do, do this yeah. work without the community oh yeah um, you know that million dollars is just this community primarily so yeah that's not large grants or or federal or private grants it's people so. here can yeah. you share about the um, dream maker program. Yes, I'd love uh, to talk about that. So we um, are so fortunate for folks who want to become a member of our Dreammaker Society. That is an individual who is committed a minimum of $1,000 annually that can be paid, you know, one time, monthly, quarterly, however they want to slice and dice that. But um, they commit to a minimum of $1,000 a year for five years. And that really helps us. Pledges are really where um, we strive as a development team to really focus. Because if we can count on a gift in perpetuity, we, it really helps us plan better. You know, one of the things I'm learning, I'm, I still consider myself relatively new to the team. Because most of my senior team has been there a couple decades each. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, I and I've only been there. It'll be five years here in July. But um, one of the things that's become abundantly apparent to me <laughs> is that the federal government, of which we do have federal grants as well, but you know, depending on how the tide shifts in Washington, you know, you might not be eligible for the same grant you are year after year, and it's just a much bigger um, Titanic to turn, you know, um, and it's harder to. It's hard because you don't always, I don't always feel in control of things yep. uh, because something might shift in Washington and I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> domestic violence agencies aren't eligible for that anymore. Um, but here locally, you know, typically if a donor commits, um, you know, we're able to, especially if they're from here or care about Grand Forks and the county, um, we're able to kind of hang on to them. So we've been very fortunate. We actually have, I think, over 60 uh, dream makers now. Yeah. So those are people that really kind of commit to sticking with us. And we have a variety of levers. levels that we um, people can enter in at Um, and of course uh, we do our best to uh, they're kind of the first to hear about new developments happening in the agency and and often our biggest ambassadors you know we have our breakfast coming up on May 1st and those are often the first place we go to see who would like to host the table yeah it's that's where um, I last year became a member of the the society if you will yeah and I will tell people um 
I highly encourage if it's something that you want to give, it's so uh, to get to get the hey, here's your information because it's like, did I give and what do I need to give and when do I need to give and did I give to that organization this year? And I know a lot of times people say like, oh, wait till this day. And it's like, if you can do that, how much nicer that is for the organization to plan ahead um, Mm -hmm. and know what that looks like. And so um, I encourage people to look at that if it's something where you say, I want to give and I, oh, I always forget or I don't have my credit card Mm -hmm. with or, you know, at that Mm -hmm. thing. So um, a very easy way and your um, team makes it very seamless um, to be able to give and um, and it's nice. I can kind of set it and forget it, if you will, in in that way. So um, and uh, your board did an amazing job. Uh, Jody did a, yeah. a wonderful job at the he breakfast last year. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how can you be having Jody Hodgson up on the stage to, to get you all fired up for the yeah, day? Yeah, I so, know. And yeah. he just has a way with... Uh, Working the working the crowd there that it's yeah. just it's a gift yeah right <laughs> so, right yeah. yeah so it was it's wonderful um, happy to be a part and would love to um, if anyone's listening and thinking oh I would love to get involved I would love what can I do um, maybe I don't have the finances right now but what are other ways I can um, be involved mm-hmm. um, donations what do you mm-hmm. need for items mm-hmm. you know anything like that so I really encourage people to hit up um, is it cvic dot cvic online And we typically keep a wish list up there of because, you know, sometimes uh, things change as uh, the year goes on. Um, Sometimes we need a bunch of, you know, size 5T jeans and diapers and other times we don't. (laughs) So it kind of shifts with the with the years that go by. And we also have a client emergency fund um, and a lot of donors prefer to give to that. So that goes to things like emergency car repairs, dental work, you know, all that stuff that you talked about at the beginning of the program that that you don't really count on when you're fleeing. Don't think about. And funds that are raised, does that help offset costs for needs of, um, whether it's the attorney on staff mm-hmm. or paperwork? That, none of that's cheap. Yeah, well, and <laughs> yeah. honestly, peop, most people, unless they've looked, taken a close look at our annual report, you know, the majority of our, we are almost a $7 million uh, shop now. So majority of that, of course, in a people business is people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. with what we do, we have, you know, s- certain standards too around, you know, most of our positions require a bachelor's degree. Of course, our therapist sits a master's level. Um, all of our, most of our senior t- folks are master's trained. So it's, um, you know, that comes with an extra element of expense. And of yes. course, with the job market <laughs> as it's being, it's, it's really hard to, to compete with that. Um, so we try to make up for that as a nonprofit with some extra time off as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's a majority of our expenses, people. Um, I'm proud to say that um, with a little bit of an exception, we just owe a smidge of money on our shelter, but for the most part, we own all of our property um, outright and um, have very little debt. So, you know, that's something that is really a tribute to the senior team before I got here on how well they managed um, expenses. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and I know if somebody wants to give, they can say, I wanted to go to the school age program Mm -hmm. or, you know, wherever that is. So please um, check out uh, cviconline.org. Okay. Um, And I can drop that in the comments if anyone has questions. But please um, check out um, just so you can better help um, spread the word in the community about what CVIC does, familiarize yourself, um, get involved, and then um, be sure uh, to hit up Giving Hearts Day. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 
love love that um and it's just i have that ticker open all day to see you really the, yes okay. i don't know why i just absolutely have loved that and it, it's like the old jerry lewis telethon where they update mm-hmm. i get i get up at midnight and start watching it because they right? we usually hit our matches pretty early in the day but it's it's fun oh yeah. you guys are just too crazy for me <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it's wild i know right? it is i know yeah. it is I'll, you know what i'll send you screenshots through the day i'll be like hey oh yeah yeah i just don't get up at midnight john's gonna want to oh. change his phone number yeah <laughs> right yeah. you don't get up at midnight not even to you know check the cows or anything no okay no unless my dogs make me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine, mine get up at least four times a night so <laughs> i can check it for you in the yeah. off hours so awesome so well thanks for having us we appreciate it yes thanks for being here and um make sure that uh, you check out all the resources and with everything you do today make sure you put a fork in it